Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. The Angels ready to celebrate. So are these fans. comes a one-two pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! Five to one the final tonight! You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox by Red Sox fans. Report is happy to announce that we will be sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. High and Happy Catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist. All of their meals are cannabis infused. If you are looking to have a real happy meal, call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on Instagram at High and Happy Catering. You'll be happy you did. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. My name is Brad Chandler. With me today, I have my co-host, Hogdale. How are we doing tonight? I'm having a pretty good night, man. Having a pretty good night. That's good to hear. And also with us, we have a special guest from the Lockdown Astros podcast. We have a good friend of mine, H-Town Wheelhouse. How are we doing? Man, we're doing great. We are loving this ALCS matchup. I really was worried about the Rays, and then you guys knocked them off. Now I'm thinking maybe we should have got the Rays because the Red Sox are red hot right now. You know, I've kind of been saying something about uh, – I've been saying – I was like, I don't know if, like, if we beat the Rays, who do we really want to face? Do we want to face the Houston Astros or do we want to face the Chicago White Sox? Now, a lot of people were saying that they wanted to face the Chicago White Sox because – they would be the easier of the two, you know, because the Astros, regardless of any, what anybody says, is kind of a juggernaut, you know. <clears throat> and I have to give credit where credit is due. Five years in a row, I mean, it, it's not just coincidence. You know, no. you and I have talked over, over like many times about the 2017 scandal and whatnot. And right. it's like, we need to get over it. We really need to get over it because, I mean, like, Okay, it happened, whatever. 18, 19, 20, 21 now. All right, so there's four more years that the Ashers are in the championship series. 
But I don't want to just harp on that. There are people out there that are saying that this is the ALCS that no one wanted. I'm saying it's the ALCS that everybody deserves. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, right off the bat, I think you hit the nail on the head. And, you know, here here in Houston, I mean, the buzz is Joey Cora's coming back. Joey Cora, the guy that was the bench coach for the Astros and and takes responsibility for taking part in whatever went down in 2017. Alex. And, you know, Carl – I'm I'm sorry. I, you know, I keep saying Joey Cora, Alex Cora. <laughs> I, I thought there was like I thought there was something going on no, because Joey just got no. let go from the Pittsburgh Pirates. No, not Joey. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? I make that mistake a lot. I say Joey Cora. Last, you know, so Alex Cora. Um, you know, Correa and all those guys still have a relationship with the guy. They they still know him, they still respect him. And so there's that there's that weird camaraderie. I think with the Red Sox, you've got a lot of different storylines. The history against Chris Sale, which I love the history the Astros have against Chris Sale because we've totally owned him in the playoffs. You know, will he be dominant Chris Sale? Will he be Astros own him Chris Sale? The story that nobody's talking about, everybody crushed Altuve last year for his yips. The fact that they didn't know until after the season he had gone through a big personal loss in the season, which was a big reason for his lack of production. Now he ups his production. He ties his career best in home runs. He's fourth all-time in postseason home runs. And the media doesn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole because they can't stand success from a Houston team. And I'm pretty sure they can't stand success of a Boston team because they want to malign our clubs and look at the negative rather than the positive. Um, You know what I'm saying? I don't know who's more negative about the Boston Red Sox other than its own, own fans sometimes. True. Very true. The the media literally, like the radio stations up here are just like, you don't know if they're actual like Boston media who are for the Boston fans and for the Boston teams and stuff. It's literally like all they want to do is just shit all over the team. They get off on their own self-hatred. I think that's the best way to put it. Like they're... Like yeah, guy yeah, clowns like Dan Shaughnessy and Tony Maserati, and it's just it, it's so disgusting to hear. And like these guys are like the highest rated like radio hosts, and like the Boston Globe's the most read paper. It's very discouraging when like that's like the ringleader of your fan base in the media. Very discouraging. Now, do you guys yeah. have anything like that down in Houston? So we don't. I don't. Okay, so. We don't necessarily have negative like beat writers. If you talk to Jim Crane, he would he would tell you because I actually met Jim Crane and we haven't it hasn't come together yet. But we we do have an interview that's supposed to be happening with him within the next month or two. Of course, um, and the <laughs> first awesome. thing he said, the first thing he said to me was, "Are you negative like these Houston media guys?" And I said, "Sir, we're always positive, always strows. That's how we roll." And, of course, I've been very hypercritical of Dusty Baker and some of the moves he's made. Um, Chandler Rome gets a lot of crap from people, and I've actually gained a respect for Chandler Rome because I've spent a lot of time in the press box at the Sugarland games with him and gotten to know him personally. And he basically explained it to me like this. Look, I'm a reporter. I'm not a fan. So I'm going to report the good and the bad. And people right. want me to just be all puppy dogs and rainbows, and people want me to be always be positive. I, I remember when – Bregman, we didn't know what was going on with him, okay? And I'm sitting in the press box at Sugarland, and he says out loud, 
they're not being honest with us. There's something they're not telling us. They're basically lying to us. Dusty's frustrated. And, like, the player development guys are circling or, like, got their mouths dropped. And they're like, oh, I can't believe it. This guy's just, like, outing saying they're flat out lying to us as an organization. And, but, you know, and we didn't know what was going on. And luckily, Bregman came back. I think he's looking healthier than ever. And some of the older guys, like Dave Justice, um, not Dave Justice, Richard Justice. I'm getting my name all mixed up. Richard Justice, who's now with MLB. That guy's been negative with Houston since day one. Um, that guy, I think, hates his own shadow, to be honest. I mean, I don't even know if his own mom likes him. He's just a sour apple. Just He just fell far from the tree, I think. And I think some of the media guys I've learned that as journalists, they can't be they can't be homers. They can't be accused of being one-sided, right, if right. you're a quote-unquote reporter. As we're locked on Astros, we're like, we're like for the fans, by the fans. So right, we, exactly. we get accused of being homers a little bit, but, but I'm also objective. I've also been very critical of players, of coaching moves, of front office moves, and I'm not afraid to say when I'm displeased, but I'm also try to always bring a positive spin on everything we talk about on our show. That's the way that we try to be. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, we sit here and we're like, what the fuck is Cora doing? You know, like, what is he doing? Why is he bringing, why is he bringing in Matt Barnes in this situation? You know, oh, why are you taking out Nathan Evaldi after he's pitched, he's thrown 71 pitches and he's in like the sixth inning or something against the New York Yankees in a wild card game. Like, we, we, we question some things. And we also, you know, I run the Twitter page, so I'm always like, you'll see me being frustrated, like, what the fuck, dude, you know? <laughs> but, uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough, especially when you're a fan of a good team like ours. And I'm pretty sure during this series, I'm going to be saying what the WTF a few times, you know? But um, I wanted to ask you, with this being the fifth fifth ALCS for you guys what are you expecting out of the Houston Astros and like who do you think is going to start game one well I expect the Astros to come out and take care of business just like they did against the Chicago White Sox no disrespect to the Red Sox I I, I think the Red Sox I think the Red Sox are red hot and I think what this team has because this team a has the most wins since 2013 of any major league team um 30 33 now um they 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 have the most experience game wise almost 300 games under their belt in the playoffs and i think that i think that pays dividends that are some of those intangibles but you're you're gonna have framber valdez go game one because lance mccullers was out by pitching him in game four i think the reason why most people wanted to see um or in game four is because they wanted mccullers to be fresh for game one McCullers goes four innings, gets pulled because of right forearm tightness, which kind of freaked everybody out because he's his first full season off of Tommy John, the most seasons he's the most innings he's thrown in a season. So I think you go Framber Valdez one. I believe you probably go Urquidy two. And then if well, if you don't start McCullers in two, you start McCullers on the road in game three in Boston if he's hundred percent healthy. We still have Grinky, who we have not really used that much. Oda Rizzi was left off of the roster. Don't know if he's on the ALCS roster or not, which I know Oda Rizzi was pissed about that. And so I think you go Valdez, Urquidy, McCullers, and then you go Luis Garcia. 
in game four. That's my guess. I may be totally off, but I believe the game one starter is a lock in Framber Valdez. He is, for all intents and purposes, one of our aces. Lance is our ace. He's our big game playoff pitcher. But Framber Valdez, and especially at home, he is very dangerous for any opponent. So with the right forearm, so if they said anything about the right forearm tightness, because I heard, I, I was just heard about that yesterday. No, uh, they, last night. they were, they were going to get evaluated. They were, they were more hopeful today. They said um, it just seemed like it was soreness and he just kind of needed to rest it over the next couple of days. But I haven't heard a full or even seen a tweet about a full evaluation. I may have missed something along the way today because, you know, I'm a teacher full time, but I haven't heard anything other than James Click saying that it was tightness in the arm. It wasn't a big concern, and they fully expect him to be ready to pitch when they slot him in. All right. So, hopefully, we hear more about that soon. Like, McCullers is really good, and it would be unfortunate if he missed the series for you guys big time. That would be a big loss on your end. He's had a hell of a year this year. Yes, yes, he's, he's he just, been. He just signed a con, uh, an extension, didn't he? Yeah, eighty five million dollars for I believe five years. Um, yeah, just yeah, a big contract. Um, you know, he is he is he is Houston. He is H Town. Um, you know, there's a there's a local uh, there's a local up and coming media company called Apollo Media, and they have these shirts. They've made shirts for almost every major player and they all wear their shirts. They have one that says the franchise for Framber Valdez. They had the H town versus everyone, which Lance was wearing during the champagne shower after the ALDS win. There you go. Um, they've, awesome. they've got the cha-cha slide um, dancing Luis Garcia. They now have one that's like for Ryan Stanek, like fastballs and fastballs and like tie-dye or something. It's like a tie-dye shirt. It looks like a Grateful Dead figure with like the Stanek hair. And they've taken all these things, and the team wears their shirts. They got the Skeeters. It says Sugarland versus everyone. And they got the whole Skeeters team to wear their shirts when Bregman was doing a rehab. So you've oh got an entire community behind guys like Lance Berkman that really tie themselves to the city in a personal way, which makes these playoff runs even more, I think, invigorating for the team because they feel a real connection an authentic connection with the fans. So you said you said a few names on, uh, about those shirts and whatnot, and the one name I didn't hear was probably the biggest name that's tied to the Houston Astros. When I think when I think of the Houston Astros, outside of Altuve is Correa. Now we all know that Carlos Correa is expected to be a free agent at the end of the season or after the postseason. What what are the chances he comes back to Houston? I know uh, was it Click? Click's the uh, GM or the guy in charge? Yeah, yeah. I'm Click sh- is the I'm- GM. Jim Crane's the owner. Yeah. All right. Click said something about how they're going. They're going to go real hard for him. Yeah, Click and Crane recently said they are going to make an effort. They are they are going to. He said the biggest contract we've ever done is five years. And that was with Altuve and Bregman. He said, we've never done a long-term deal, but the money is there. And we're going to make a serious bid for him. The question is, 
What is Carlos Correa's price? He's. You think he's going to look for three hundred? I think he's looking for more. I think he's going to be between three hundred fifty and four hundred million. I really believe so. I believe he's going to. Now, and here's here's the problem with signing Correa. If you give him too much, two key players in this call, Kyle Tucker. Watch out. He's going to be MVP of the league next year. And Jordan Alvarez. When those two players' contracts come up in two or three years, if you tie up too much money and you go out and get another arm in the offseason, you may hamstring yourself and not be able to keep one of those two budding superstars. Yeah, and they cannot lose like Jordan. Jordan's so gifted. As a hitter, he's one of the best hitters I've seen, especially at a young age. It's absurd how good he is. Just ask the Yankees what it does when you spend so much money. Because I was just looking it up. They have $485 million between Stanton and Cole until 2028. It's absurd. Judge is a free agent at the end of next year. Uh, They need another pitcher. You don't know if they're going to go for a shortstop or let Velazquez play there. And they need a fucking catcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, know, here's the thing. The Yankees should take – well, actually, no, don't do this, Yankees, because you'll improve instantly. <laughs> if they took a page out of what the Red Sox do. Now, I know the Red Sox. Not the even the Red Sox. I'm going I'm to put it like this. If they take a page out of what the Tampa Bay Rays have done. There you, you, go, got the, there you go. Like you, you look at the Rays. Then a click came from the Rays, correct? Right. So you got, you got the Rays. You got the Astros. You got the Dodgers. Now you got the Boston Red Sox. All four of those teams are fucking good. And the Yankees are sitting there with like three, $485 million stuck between two, two players. No, yeah, That's, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Here's my, here's my whole point of that. You, you look at y'all's success. You look at our success relative to the Yankees. And you can even say the Rays because of how they build their team. But, I mean, so stupid. dude. <laughs> You guys got Kike Hernandez, who has become like the most dominant postseason player in 2021. You, I mean, MLB just ranked him number one as top postseason moments or postseason players. You, you've got, you know, you guys signed to Xander Bogarts to the six-year, 120 million dollar, and has and has filled filled that bill. You have Devers that's come back. You've got Dahlback. You've got all these guys that have come up through your system that are paying dividends. We have the same thing. The Yankees keep trying to buy these championships. And I don't know if they know this, but they haven't won a title since 09. And not only did the Astros keep them out of the World Series for the decade, so did the Red Sox. And now the Yankees are like, oh, we're going to take Carlos Correa. Bookmark this. You take Carlos Correa and you don't do anything else, you're going 0 for 3 in your bid for a championship because we will be back in the ALCS game with the Red Sox next year. We may have a, we have, we may have a rematch next year um, because the Astros, the next three to five ALCS, we're going to be there. We're, we're going for 10 straight, man. And we're not going to do like the Braves and win one world series. We're going to win multiple. We're going to win two or three more of these bad boys. Screw the trash can haters. 2017. We still love it, but it's just at the end of the day, I love, Yankee tears. They're delicious. That's what I have my water bottle filled with. Yankee tears. That's why I'm drinking it right now. 24-7. I drink a gallon of Yankee tears a day. 
Oh man, yes, absolutely. We 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 Red Sox fans, we love the Yankee tears too. I don't think there's any other team that we like their tears more than the uh, the New York Yankees. Um, other than popcorn with the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, you heard <laughs> I mean, about that. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. They they I ordered champagne. champagne to Boston. Yeah, that's after terrible. they won Game One. And it's then, like, listen, you get your clam chowder. And you get your Yankee tears. You know what? Yankees suck. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's like you said, like, Yankee fans, they get so upset, especially, like, about the cheating. Oh, my God, the cheating, the cheating. Like, I – it's like Brad said at the end of the show. Just, guys, get the fuck over it. No one cares. Like, people always go on and on about the cheating in baseball. Like, it's a new thing that happens. Baseball is a cheater sport. Throughout its history, it's littered with dudes just trying to find new and better ways to cheat. Like when people talk to me about baseball's integrity, I literally like belly laugh because baseball has zero integrity and has never given you a reason to think it has any integrity. Exactly. Guys, just stop. (laughs) The shot heard around the world in 1951. Look into, do some research into the first television broadcast of the New York Yankees and what they did during that series with the TV cameras. Look into... Look into Tony Larusa in the eighties with what with what McDowell said. Look into all of it. Everybody forgets that the Cardinals hacked the Astros computers and actually they someone, did. Was, someone was actually indicted and went to jail. It was yep. a federal prison. Like <laughs> and no one talked about it. And, like they hacked their system. And here's the thing, and and here's how I get mischaracterized as a commentator of all things Astros is I'm automatically told, well, you are endorsing, you are okay with them breaking the rules. I said, no, I've never said it's okay. Two wrongs never make a right. The problem is, the problem is they did it stupidly. If they would have done something more, more secretive, no matter what Mike Fires that rat said, it wouldn't have been picked up. You know what I'm saying? Is he playing at all? Who knows, no, dude. dude, dude, I'm telling you, that guy, that 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 guy's got a history off the field that I don't even want to talk about on the show because I don't want to bring your show down. I but think he's I got some it. questionable behavior. Yes, with Snapchat. We're, that's all I'll say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I think I know you're. We don't have to go into that. <laughs> no, and but I think outside of that, from what I understand, um, I think the I think the Oakland A's brass forced him to say something. I really do. I really think they forced him to out the Astros because they reported the Astros as cheating and MLB did nothing and they were pissed. And I think he was forced to put his name out there and do that interview. I'm just saying. If that's the case, that's some fucked up shit on the uh, on the A's. I wouldn't be surprised though. I mean, who knows? Now, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have any. I don't like. Uh, oh, whoa. Whoa. There whoa, goes whoa. the phone. The Oakland A's spin cycle. God dang it. There goes the Oakland A's. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, man. Billy Bean tried to take me out the sniper shot. Um, anyways, yeah. So I don't have any, like, emails to show or anything like that. I'm just saying I've talked to several people out in that part of the country, and I've heard that story from multiple people. That's that. That's the speculation out there. And, and, and yeah, that definitely, I think it sounds, sounds like something that could have happened. Yeah. So the bottom line is this. Astros versus Red Sox, ALCS. I'm going to be there with H-Town Wheelhouse Jr. Game 1 and Game 2, baby. 
So Good it's going to be loud, even with the stadium open, even if they force the roof open, it's still going to be loud. It's going to be hostile territory for the Reds. All right. <laughs> I know you're going to say Houston, but how many games do you think it's going to go? I was going to say five, but I'm going to go six. And you're going I'm Houston, gonna, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go six. I'm going to Houston four two, and 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 because. I want to say five, but I respect the Red Sox heat right now. I respect where the Red Sox are. I don't think the Red Sox have the pitching that MLB.com said that they had over the Astros. I think they, they said the Red Sox have starting pitching over the Astros and, no, they and the relief. Come on now. I don't know that they do. Now, you guys may say different. You guys have followed your team a lot more closely than I have. Now, here's the, tip, here's was, the thing. Yes, sir, who, go ahead. Who, who are your starters? You have McCullers, Framber Valdez, Urquidy, Zach Greinke, um, and – Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia. See, I don't know Luis Garcia. I do know the other four. Luis, Luis Garcia is third right now in the ranking of Rookie of the Year. Okay. He's won double-digit starts. And he's so, got a good strikeout rate. He gets out of tough situations nicely. All right. And what's his uh, – how many innings does he typically last? What's his average for innings? Um, oh, you mean you mean per game? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's typically a six- or seven-inning guy. Okay. So he might be a problem. Um, yeah, very Urquidy, much uh, the one that really, like, scares – like, I don't know how he's been doing lately. And you said that he's been kind of – is Grinky? He's the weird one. So um, yeah, Grinky was. So Grinky was went on the IL right before the season ended with okay. some like neck stiffness. So he was put in the bullpen for the ALDS. They haven't told us anything. We probably won't hear anything for like Thursday night. What role Grinky going to play? I think they have to say by Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Oh, is it Friday. by tomorrow? Oh, by, by Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah. I think they have to do it by like 9 or 10 a.m. Eastern time. They'll wait. They'll wait till 9 or 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, both of them are going to wait. Like Baker and Cora are going to be like, oh, we're going to sit here and wait to see who moves first. Um, Grinky, uh, he might be – he might have been on the I.O. and whatnot, but he still – he scares me just simply because he's got 18,000 pitches that he can throw. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he's also a weird fucking dude. Um, Turkidi, um, he, he's good. Uh, Framber Valdez, 
he went he went down with an injury in the uh off not the off season the spring training this year right that he had, was like, a in the very problem. beginning yeah he had like a fractured finger he had yeah, they thought he was a, gonna be they thought yeah, he was, thought gonna he was gonna be really out for gone the for like yeah and then he came back that's when that dusty baker said he heals like a predator and then they <laughs> picked, uh da, 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 da. who was the other who was the other pitcher they just they picked up uh Odorizzi. how's Odorizzi. he been for you guys I mean, Odorizzi's been – he's been hot and he's been cold. When when Odorizzi has Maldonado behind the plate, he pitches really well. When they when they use Castro, he doesn't pitch as well. Um, Odorizzi like our pitching and, and catching staff. Yeah, did, now, honestly. Yeah, here's, here's the deal. The linchpin for us is not the starting pitching. If the relief pitchers can do what they did in games one, two, and four against the White Sox, Phil Maton can come in and do his thing. Really? Kendall Graveman. I, I was under the impression the bullpen, your relief pitching was uh, was the wasn't all that great. So right, okay. So it's been up and down, okay. But lately they've Sounds been like the pitching <laughs> better. Lately they've been they've been almost lights out, except for the one game, game three. Um, which I don't know, you know, I think the White Sox were probably using something to help them hit because it seemed like they weren't swinging missing a lot, you know, um, Ryan Tapera. I heard, um, <laughs> I heard Dude, dude, I worked out with the guy. I didn't even know it a year and a half ago before he went to the White Sox. He, he, he worked out of my gym and I didn't even know that. And <laughs> awesome. the owner of my gym goes, so what'd you think? I was like, I eviscerated him on the podcast. He goes, would you tell it to his face? I was like, definitely not. Never. Dude, <laughs> beat the shit out of me. He's a professional yeah. athlete. Kick my ass. <laughs> I, I always say the same thing. It's like, yeah, I'll talk all that shit here. But if I saw him in person, I'd shake their hand. Like, you're like, awesome. I'm, I'm probably like the least. Danny Santana is probably my least favorite person. On the Red Sox, and the other day, uh, when they pinch brand for Christian, Va- when Christian Vasquez got on base, I was like, "Why the fuck is it Danny Santana on the fucking base for him? Pinch running!" I, I was like, "I swear to God, if he only gets the third base and he doesn't get home on a long fly ball, I'm gonna be pissed." And yeah. thankfully, <laughs> Cora listened to me. He put Danny Santana out there. And I was like, oh, my God, finally, Santana does something good. That's funny. That's funny. I mean, you know, that's the thing. Um, it's going to come down to who's on. And and, and either either one of these teams, I think the Astros. Lost you. Oof. Lost you. Uh-oh. Unfortunate te- technical uh, difficulties. Nope, you're muted now. Can you hear us? You just you muted yourself. This is a modern tragedy. You there? All right, I'm back. Can you uh, hear me? There we go. Yeah, okay. gotcha. <laughs> so you were going on a little rant real quick, and then you just like. I'm going to go out and come back in. Oof. Oh, oh, oh. Did he leave? So anyways, Red Sox in four, am I right, Chief? (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. Boot him real quick. Yeah, have him come back in. A little refresh going on. Well, we'll have... uh, Should I do the the Manscaped ad read right now? Yeah, go ahead. Do you like playing with balls? 
No, I'm not talking about baseballs. I mean your balls. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, want you to shave your pubes with the Mike Trout of ball trimmers, the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0, only the GOAT technology for the greatest balls of all time. When you're looking to hit a home run, make sure you use the right tool for the job and choose Manscaped. Two million men worldwide trust them, so join the movement with our exclusive offer using code Pesky Report. That's code Pesky Report, P-E-S-K-Y Report, at www.manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're still waiting for H-Town to come back. I gotta... Their boxers are great. The ball deodorant's great. Great, great package. It supports the pod. We'd appreciate it a lot. Use the code Pesky Report, you clowns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there he is. (laughs) You back? His video is now. Well, yeah, I'm back. Well, (laughs) can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. We can't see you. That's fine, though. No big deal, though. Don't worry about it. Okay, dude. Okay, here's. here's What kind of phone do you have? Uh, well, I have an iPhone, and uh, <laughs> that's I, your problem right there. I tell you this: a telemarketer called me, and I think it was—I think it was the Oakland A's and the New York Yankees trying to sabotage what we got going on here because they're jealous. Yeah, the A's do. Um, they're 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 jealous that the Astros are doing the uh, five straight LCSs. They're the first ones to do it since they did it in the seventies. <laughs> Yeah. So well, yeah. So they did in the seventies, and then you had the National League where you had the um, you had the yeah the Braves do it. Yeah, the Braves obviously too. Yeah. So, but right. yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out why my camera is not on. What is going on with this back camera? Well, no. you, you said you had an Apple Apple phone. That's your problem. Oh, uh, that is. That. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I'm talking shit about an Apple phone, and he fucking just disappears. Steve Jobs from Beyond the Grave is not having this podcast, dude. He's just fucking done with it. It's so fucking over this shit. Uh, but no, I'm I've been um pretty optimistic in the fact that the Red Sox can beat the Astros. I know that H Town Wheelhouse is gonna say I'm not just saying that simply because they are the team that I root for. I'm saying it because that's how it feel. I mean the Red Sox have been pretty uh, pretty hot recently. Welcome back. Don't even worry about your video. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about the okay. video, man. It's fine. Okay, man. Cool. No, but so wh- who, who on this team makes you the most nervous? Because oh, yeah. our number seven hitter is either Kyle Tucker or the AL batting champ. So Correa. Big- Correa. Dude, Cor- Correa and Altuve make me nervous as shit. Cause it seems like Altuve especially has been on a revenge tour this year. He's tired of the slander. Correa is my, in all honesty, like Altuve, Correa, Jordan, um, not so much Guriel. Um, I, do you guys have Marlon Gonzalez on the uh, roster? He he did not make the ALDS. I doubt he will be on the ALCS. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Because that would that would probably scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Yeah, so Marwin. Sorry, go ahead. Man. So, Mar- so Marwin Gonzalez, I think, would take a spot from a from a more serviceable guy. They had three catchers in the ALDS. Garrett Stubbs never touched the field. Um, I think Marwin's on the taxi squad, um, but Ooh. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's. I mean, he was he was in the dugout and then the 
locker room celebrating, but I do not think you will. I will be surprised if Marlon Gonzalez gets in a game or he's even on the roster to be able to field just because you've got a Lemnis Diaz. You've got Chas McCormick. What, you've got all these other guys. What were your thoughts when uh, the Boston Red Sox let him go? Were you, were you one of those people that were like, oh, we need to sign him? No. And anybody in their right mind in Houston, if they're being honest with themselves, would have said the same thing. The I know your boy why, Mike Schwab wanted him. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, I love Schwab. Schwab's become a pretty good friend. But um, he's let's a, just say. He's a troll and a half. Well, let's just say, let's just say he plays into the Houston narrative. He he has a lot of, he has a lot of ties with the uh, players and the teams. And so. I think there's some of that. He has to kind of play into that a little bit. Um, Marwin Gonzalez was cut by two major league teams. The reason why he was brought back is because Carlos Correa went to Jim Click and said, I think we can fix Marwin. If we can fix him and he can get hot and we can make him an extra player on the bench, he's got the playoff experience. He's got the big time home runs in the world series. He can play multiple positions. Maybe he can be a diamond in the rough. Maybe we can find something that others haven't been able to find. So they brought him back. They they brought him back because of the connection they have. He still lives in the same neighborhood that Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, they all live in. I have a buddy who lives in their neighborhood with them, and they all they all live around each other, and they are literally like family. And so I think it was, he's our brother, let's bring him back. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the guy that gets wounded in battle. Like you don't leave him on the battlefield. You put him on your shoulders and you carry him with you. And I probably I, would have left Marwin for dead. <laughs> yeah, and oh, but see man. that's but see that's the thing. That's the thing too. Uh, uh, it's it's just when these players get these connections, these personal connections, they take it very very seriously. So they brought Marwin back. I think they wanted Marwin to also be on the roster or be a part of the club. So if they did win another title, that he could get another ring, you know, all that stuff. I, I just, I think there's a lot more sentimental value. But then again, you probably talked to Cray and he said, I think he's capable to play. You know what I'm saying? I think he could play tomorrow. Yeah, right. So um, I think it's more like friends helping out friends. So you said uh, Astros in six. Hogdale, who are you going? Well, I know who you're going with, but who, who, how many games? Uh, I got the Red Sox in six because uh, obviously Houston has home field. And I think if uh, it goes back to Houston in game seven, it probably uh, doesn't go very well. Uh, the Red Sox, really to me, it's like it seems like a really just a bullshit pixie dust season for them right now. Because uh, before the, the, the Red Sox got into the playoffs, we as a fan base were very down on them. Like very, very down on them mm-hmm. because they'd gotten swept by the Yankees. And they didn't look very impressive against in their series against the Nationals. And it seems like now, like they just completely the turned Orioles, on. Dude. The Orioles series too. You're right, but the Yankees one's just more prevalent in my mind because I was so disgusted after that series. But it just seems like they uh, they're snorting the pixie dust, pixie dust, like the fucking uh, like the Giants are right now. Uh, the bats are all alive at the exact same time, which hasn't happened in months. Uh, Native Aldi's, you know, been great. Uh, Nick Pavetta is now great again, just randomly decided to turn it on. I have no idea what the fuck happened there. Yeah, right? He's just like, it's like, I'm good again. I'm Nick Pavetta and I pitch good again. That's just what I do. I'm just going to run off the field. Yep. uh, The bullpen has been really solid. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And the uh, thing is, it's a it's a bit on emotion, but it's just a bit on the I believe in the bullshit that is baseball. Because if you look on paper, like you know, blow for blow, like I think the Astros and the Red Sox batting, like their lineups are a little are pretty equal. Pitching depth wise, I think the Astros blow the Red Sox out of the water. I really do, especially like on you know good starting pitching depth, and uh, their bullpen isn't amazing, but they've got some good guys on the end there. But uh, I believe in the in the bullshit pixie dust. I got the Red Sox in six. I think we're all just going six here, so it's six, six, six. No, um, that's not good. Go five, go five, Astros. Come on, come on, Brad. Live on the edge. <laughs> no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna peer yeah. pressure me. Thing is, I got uh, so much respect for what the Astros do, dude. I really do. They're a well-run franchise. It's like it's weird where their entire team, like batting wise, is just built from within. Like all, all their key is. guys were far, their farm guys, which is so yeah. hard to do. And like. It's cool they I'm, formed a camaraderie like that. I'm going with Boston and seven. Oh wow! I think this winning is going to be a good series. Houston's so hard. What'd you say? So winning a game seven in Houston is so hard. <laughs> no, it's going to be hard in Houston regardless. That's what she said. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't Houston one of those porn stars? <laughs> Alexis Texas, bro. Hello. <laughs> Um, shout out <laughs> if you ever want to come on, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh um, no, it's gonna. It's, I think that this is gonna be a good series. And I mean, I know the Ashers pretty much wiped their asses with the Red Sox this season. Um, Martin Perez uh spun a gem against them, so he I mean, did. if Martin Perez, <laughs> and, I, and this is like I'm uh, like you said earlier, and no disrespect to the Astros or the Astros fans. But if Martin Perez could do that, literally fucking anybody can. Um, so it's just a matter of who's on that day. No, yeah, definitely. And, you know, y'all have somewhat of a local connection with Nathan Evaldi. Um, right. A friend of mine I used to work with is, like, is his cousin. Is He literally went to Alvin Community College, uh, which I'm, like, literally five or eight minutes from right now as I'm sitting at my son's, uh, you know, basketball practice right now and um so you know he is a local kid it's always cool to see local guys do big things on the big stage we just no offense mr Valdi. We, we hope that you really screw it up bad and we crush you but we still love you as the son of alvin you know because nathan Valdi and nolan ryan nolan ryan wasn't born in alvin but he grew up in alvin alvin now alvin is high he, school is he still associated with the houston astros nope Nope, he's not. Um, we was we that after the seventeen? 
that was um that was that was after 19 because they fired uh, um, his son right well they so jim crane put i believe his son in the role that reed ryan had and moved i kind of demoted him and then i think what happened was uh jim crane wanted to buy the corpus christi hooks and he wanted to buy the round rock express the Round Rock Express and the Hooks were both owned by the Ryan family, the Ryan Sanders Group, and um, Reese Ryan, the 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 uh, the youngest um, son. He has Reed, the oldest, then Reese, and then they have a daughter. Reese is the owner. Reed is the CEO of of the of the company. They were not willing to give up the Ryan name. They were not willing to give up the Express because it's named after their father but they were fine with giving away the hooks. So he bought the hooks. They refused to sell that. And I think that may be some of the reason why they kind of parted ways. So it wasn't necessarily a great departure, um, but Jim Crane, I think, avoided any major like PR um, miss, uh, I guess, PR backlash because it wasn't like, over the top people weren't really people maybe said something about it but it was hush hush and it was gone but when we interviewed reed ryan after all that went down he said if you would have told me two months ago that i wouldn't be associated with the houston astros i would have been like there's no way because he was going back and forth from round rock to houston and his daughter goes to second baptist there in houston um i actually taught there for five and a half years a big private school so he literally is 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 there you know, Thursday through Sunday or whatever, he's back in Houston. So he commutes from Austin to Houston, still has their home in Houston, where um, Nolan and um, Ruth actually retired and they live in Round Rock. I remember, uh, what was it, 2018? Uh, yeah, I think it was 2018. Nathan Valdi was pitching against uh, the Astros and the ALCS in uh, Nolan Ryan was behind home plate. He was like off. If you're watching the TV, he was off to the yes. right a little bit. And uh, like Nathan Baldy <coughs> was like sweating bullets because there's his idol from Alvin. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, back in those days, like Nolan Ryan was said to have been touching like 99, hundred, which I highly doubt at his age. Um, but yeah, that's, it's like pretty cool to like come up and see, to see that. And when I was a younger kid, when I was younger, I should say, not a younger kid, but when I was younger, Nolan Ryan was my all-time favorite uh, pitcher, and uh, I idolized him because I wanted to be a pitcher. But um, so I so exactly. I mean, I think I think everybody wanted to be Nolan Ryan. I tried to emulate. I tried to imitate his his high leg kick. A little a little random connect. I guess not really connection, but. Um, the the doctor that delivered my first child, okay, Doctor Thompson, guess on this, listen to this, was doubles tennis partners with Nolan's wife in high school. They were state the doubles fuck? champions. That's a little fucking odd. No, listen, and how <laughs> you, I found you this connections out, to everyone in Houston. I like have Jesus Christ, to everyone. I'm looking through this like baby book of all the kids she's delivered, and all of a sudden there's these Nolan Ryan family like Hall of Fame pictures. And I'm like, oh, did you, like, deliver Nolan's kid? She goes, no, me and Ruth were state champions together in tennis at Alvin High School. I go, oh, cool. So, yeah. so That's, um, pre- that's pretty cool. And I've got cool. something else I'll tell you off air. I won't say it on air, but something yeah. else, some memorabilia I have from Nolan Ryan that he doesn't even know I have. 
But oh, I'll save that for off air and off the record. But here's the thing. The bottom line is it's here, boys. It is. We have put we have put the women and children to bed. We have put the little leaders, the Rays and the Yankees are sitting at home at, at the at you know, hey, you can thank you can thank us. You can thank yes. the Boston Red Sox that we won't have to see any more games this year, and that circus called that circus tent called the Trop. You, oh, you dude, can thank I've us. Heard it's like a prison inside there. It's, it's like cinder block walls. I've never been, but I've heard it's terrible. It's Awful. such a clown stadium. Like people talk shit about Fenway. <laughs> it's like at least. I I was talking, uh, somebody from the Rays tried chirping at me, and they were like, oh, you know, Fenway's probably the most garbage uh, ballpark of them all because of that ground rule double that hit off of Renfro. And I'm like, are you serious? Have you not seen the fucking trap? <laughs> and then, like, Rays fans wanted to come at me, and I was like, A, B, C, D, the only fucking rings you'll ever have. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's – so – so hey, so hey, real quick, I I worked with a guy a few years ago that actually grew up in Boston, okay, and him and his friends, him and his four friends, every year would they would all go to the Red Sox games, but they never had tickets because they could never afford them. So what they would do is one or two of the kids would distract the officers at the stadium, and the oh. others would would sneak in. And so he said we saw just about every Red Sox game growing up. We never bought a single ticket. Huh. He said, I love Fenway Park. He said, I'll always love the Red Sox. He was he was one of the coolest people. Told me all kinds of stories um, about Fenway Park. And I've never been. It's on my bucket list. If I get there next year, I've I'll told you, you once. Up. I've told you once uh, uh, last year. I'll tell you again. You ever get up here and you need a place to crash, let me know. Definitely. I'll definitely do that, man. I'm about I'm about an hour and 20 minutes away from Fenway. Okay, cool. cool. And I would, to- I would totally go with you. You want to go to an Astros Red Sox game? We can go together. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's do it. But all right, I know that you got your kid coming out of the uh, out of the good old basketball um, practice and whatnot. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for coming on, even though you have a garbage phone. Um, <laughs> I know. I need the iPhone 13. I guess uh, <laughs> that's still garbage. It's I. It's an Apple. Uh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm hoping, you know, the best team wins. I'm not one of those bitter people that are just going to be like, fuck the Astros. Blah, blah, blah. Cause I, I don't, I don't feel that way towards the Astros, um, until the game starts. <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm sure you and I will be chirping back and forth though. Yes, sir. Coming Friday, uh, may the best team win. Um, and uh, I hope to have you back on uh, after the World Series when the Red Sox win. Yeah. Just make sure, just make sure that your clubhouse guys don't have any trash cans because Core has been known to use trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh my God. Got him. Got him. So, such <laughs> a joy having you on, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, man. This is awesome. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Hogdale. And it was, it was great to meet you um, anytime you guys need it. And hey, for all the chowderheads out there, Yankees suck. Absolutely, Yankees <laughs> suck. Yeah, Hogsdale, uh, my man. Thank you uh, for coming in on short notice. Uh, great podcast. Uh, we, we will be doing this again. Actually, H Town after yeah. Game Two 
would you want to come on to talk a little shit to each other? It okay. It depends. I'm going to the game, and I know we're probably going to do a post game live for Locked On Astros. So let me let me see what we're doing. Um, I may be able to join y'all. Uh, do this. Shoot me a link, and if I can pop in, I'll pop in. All right, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll definitely keep you. in touch. This is so yeah. fun. It, it's been fun. Uh, it, it's you know, it's always fun when when I talk to you. Anyways, so. Um, again, Hogdale, thanks so much for uh, jumping on, on short notice. Everybody out there, please make sure to go like, review, download, subscribe, whatever it is. Uh, Apple iTunes, podcast, whatever it's called. Please go ahead and leave us a review. Leave us a five-star um, review, whatever. Uh, it'll help us out uh, when people go to look for baseball podcasts to listen to. And uh, we will see you after game two. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.